Lauren. Um, and I'm Death, aka Bridget. I have COVID. <laughs> Bridget has COVID. <laughs> I sound like I smoke a lot of cigarettes. I don't. <laughs> it's been it's been so long since we've recorded. I feel no, like it hasn't. It's only a been a shy. week, but then the computer and the internet ate our recording. So, so you were so story. mad. You're um, you're upset. Last week we recorded in person together for the first time, mm. which is hard. We were like, people are actually gonna believe we're friends. It's great. Uh, <laughs> and then apparently there's an issue with Mac monterey apple monterey update that if you record anything over three to four minutes on your photo booth which is your camera on mac um it becomes a corrupted file (laughs) we tested we didn't know that and we tested and tested and tested to make sure everything was good because we were at our friend's house and we only tested like two minute videos because why everything was test anything longer than that why would we test a five minute video um so we finished a whole like hour and 15 minute recording only for it to be corrupted. And then I did everything I could to redeem the file. Our friend Anora was helping me and only like 30 minutes of it could be restored. And I could only restore the audio. The video is super choppy. So and that's why this is a week late. And then the next day I caught it's COVID. It's especially sad because Bridget gave me all of my birthday presents. And they were so sweet. You're gonna have to and, show them off on this because they were really cool. And you had genuine well, reactions. And they're I'm scattered so all around the house right now. I will do it later. <laughs> I promise. We'll do it for Patreons. But they, it was like, and there's so many difficult names to say <laughs> in this episode. You have to introduce like 12 so characters. <laughs> so sad. The first thing I said when we couldn't recover the video was, I have to say all those names again, don't I? Because you meet everyone in my background plus more in one episode. So Lauren has like the most work she's ever had in one episode set so out for her. Forgive me. I'm. Uh... And why anyway. we didn't have an episode the week before because I was in San Diego and mm-hmm. LA. Um, I was showing Lauren, I was going to show you because I got Lauren this really cute for her birthday, some D&D stickers. <laughs> and I have a matching one <laughs> of different ones. So there's like the cat with this tink up and an apron, a little hedgehog. So I didn't want to match your stickers, but I got some. I love them. And then, they made me so happy. They're so cute. And then I got this one that's just like awkward animals. And I just bought it mainly because of this sticker that says, okay, thank you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not my whole mood, like someone saying no, and you're like, okay, thank you anyway. Yeah, Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much. I've got some other stickers. Like there's this tiki so shop. Stickers. That's like makes like Disney themed tiki stickers. They're really freaking cute. I also bought two pillowcases from them. One's Haunted Mansion tiki, one is Jungle Cruise tiki. I got a bunch of pins. Showed them all last week. They're really cool. Gelatinous cat. D and D gelatinous cat. I love gelatinous cat. Cat to do list. Soup's cute. Here I'll show the gelatinous cats right over here. Yeah. Show us gelatinous cat. 
I think we need it. I'm sorry. So sweaty. You look great. You look great, kid. I don't. I haven't worn a bra in a week. COVID needs no bras. And if anybody thinks that's hot, it's not. It's literally hot. Well, it is. I can't (laughs) stop sweating. It is. It's just not. So here's my little gelatinous cat. I love gelatinous cat. Oh, oh, there, uh, oh, uh, there it is. There it is. It's got like it's tuna cute. and a bird and bones. It's got little ears at the top. Freaking cute. cute. Cause I found this shop. That's like D and D cat stuff. They're Kiki doodle and Mercat uh, Mercities. Um, there, I had one that was a mystery pack and it was like constellation Sphinx cats and this one glows in the dark and it's glittery. It's really cute. Love it. I want to get it. more. I um, love Sphinx cats though. I'm obsessed so with them cool. a little bit. I this is just from, I worked a Nope event. So this is the Nope face. That's when I was in LA for work. Nope. Which is a great movie, by the way. It's pretty good. NASA had a booth. And so I've got all these pins from Project Artemis with different colored boots, space boots. Uh, what else? I got a lot more. I handed most of it to you, though. Got my brother some D&D stuff. Okay, I think that's all that's in this bag. There's a bag that says, nope. Nope. And then it's got Rolling Roadshow. I don't know where I work. Oh, no. Oh, no. You've been so unnamed so far. <laughs> I think that's all the, like, stuff. It looks like you're turning to hold Tamaki's hand. I am. Um, this is like, hello. Wrong way. It's okay. You were doing better. No, no. Now you're kind of in his face. Oh, this is my hand. A reappear hand. I don't like it. Look, there we go. I don't like it. Oh, y'all also might have noticed that I have a nifty computer background too. And Lauren I don't has a like background. <laughs> I got a new computer. I hope that it does good things for everyone and especially me and Bridget. Thank you. Bridget. Yeah. You want to see my COVID tests? I've been collecting them. This one on 8.4, it was like super positive. This one on 8.2, my first one that was like, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. positive. And I was like, why am I collecting these? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when I was positive, it immediately like turned. And I was like, oh no. That was, I was my other one. Like a pregnancy test. Because <laughs> yeah. the first two I took were like, just chill. Like yeah. they were like, definitely like, no, you're fine. And then the third one, I woke up that day and I knew I had COVID just because of how I felt so I took that test and it immediately drew the second line and I panicked because it looks like a pregnancy test and I was like oh you idiot like this is not going to affect you you're fine yeah mine the first day I took it when I was in the midst of all that throwing up and stuff Mm. it wasn't positive and that next day it took like a long nap and I woke up and I was like that's kind of scratchy it didn't hurt. It was just kind of scratchy. And I took a test and it was like 30 seconds. Oh, you're positive. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. No, yeah. not fun. No. Now, like, I've got my COVID here. I'm going to get detailed for y'all because I had some symptoms that nobody's talked about to me yet. So the first two days I was testing negative, I was throwing up, I was, had diarrhea like crazy. Uh, explosive gas like nobody talked about that <laughs> it was like it was it was I scared my cat away 
I couldn't trust any gas because I also have explosive diarrhea. Um, <laughs> That's was the worst fever. feeling in the world. Yeah. And it, when you have horrible gas, I, and I think my mom told me she thought it was because I was throwing up so much and maybe I was like inhaling. I don't know. But I was like stuck in throw up mode. Have you ever done that? I thought I was going to die. Yes. When you're like stuck and you can't breathe back in because you're like a body is stuck in the puke position. Yes. I was panicking because I. <laughs> that's why my mom had to come over. Before we knew I had COVID, luckily she doesn't have it. We like, we, we like hazmatted her up before she came over because I needed help doing human functions. Um, and I, I was like, I'm afraid I'm going to choke on throw up in my sleep. She's like, you're an adult. You would have woken up. But I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so she had to come over because I freaked myself out so much. I had violently thrown up and been like stuck and was trying to gasp for air, but kept like getting stuck in the throw up mode. And um then finally the next i wasn't coughing i didn't have a sore throat but i was having stomach cramps that like thought i needed to go to the hospital my stomach cramps were hurting so bad um and then those finally went away and the next day i had a scratchy throat and kind of had a cough but it was more like a tickle kind of cough Mm -hmm. you know not like flimmy and then the next day it was like i got hit in the head with like a bad like congestion cough and it's not even like a normal cough it's like you can hear it in your chest like it is not it is a respiratory infection for sure like I mean obviously we all know these things about COVID but it's different when it actually is happening yeah to you it's like when you read about history but then you actually go to the place where it took place and then it feels real like you knew it Mm -hmm. was real but so that's what COVID is like to me right now but like breathing in I can like hear the rattling in my chest yeah Am I gonna make this stuff? And that sticks with you for like a minute. <laughs> like mine didn't really go away until like maybe two weeks after. Yeah, that's uh, it sucks. Me and my and like two were weeks like, after I had gone back to work, I was like <laughs> still. Yeah, I'm really kind of worried about that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Good luck with respiratory infections, but yeah. um, then fevers, sweats. I've been talking to Lauren for like the past hour, but I just like can't stop sweating. <laughs> and uh, I had a migraine almost all day today. I've slept most of the day. Um, no, the migraine's the worst. That was uh, the worst part for migraine, me. I've never had one before until that. And that's it was right. Awful. You had your first migraine on. I forgot that you had texted me awful. about that. Yeah, I had a migraine today. Like the first day when I was still negative and I was throwing up, I had a headache. I'm sure it's just because that, you know, throwing up Maybe is so extensive up. on your body. Yeah. And you're probably dehydrated from throwing up. Today is the first day where my pee wasn't like yellow. yellow. It was yeah. like somewhat yellow. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm retaining fluids finally. Because oh for the past God. few days, it's been like Gatorade water, Gatorade water, yeah. a little bit of yeah. ginger ale, Gatorade water, Gatorade. Because I was so dehydrated. It's not even funny. Uh, like I took a hot shower and thought I was going to pass out because it was like too much for my body to handle. And I was like, I just want to be clean. I literally had to sit in the shower because I, I did stand too. up. <laughs> I like sat and I was like, I feel disgusting. I'm like sitting there with the like poor, I felt like that scene in baby mama with Tina Fey. Yes. Like, I just want, I'm clean. I'm clean. Uh <laughs> But yeah, oh, so COVID's so not stupid. fun. We don't know where I got it. Um, yeah, I I don't know where you got it either. I like, like how it was like six days after I got back from California, but I had tested twice after coming back. 
from California and it was negative. I didn't have any symptoms until Sunday night. So it could have been in just a long incubation period. Um, then the, the only other place I went to was we went to our friend's house. Nobody else had symptoms or has gotten it. Mm-hmm. And then I went to church and nobody else there has symptoms or has gotten it. But, you know, you never know. Because we thought I had food poisoning for like the first two days. Yeah. I thought you had the flu that Rachel and the girls had. Yeah. We had friends that had flu. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I got a really rowdy strain of COVID. I mean, flu ovid has been a thing. I haven't tested for the flu. This does feel like the last time I had the flu, but. Um, Will had nausea too. God, nausea he, he had all of your symptoms too. It was. Nausea is, I think, one of the worst. And I don't. I don't get nauseous that easily. Like, and even when I do, oh, it's I not do. normally bad unless I I'm like so fast. I get so motion hard. sickness and Over that's the only everything. time I get it, but I know what to avoid. But mm-hmm. man, I called the, I did a teledoc appointment because I was like, I need help. <laughs> like if I, these stomach cramps and like, I can't, I, am I, I even was scrolling through Instagram and saw someone post a picture of food and I was like, I'm going to throw up. Did they give you the Paxlovid? Yes, I'm on Paxlovid, so everything tastes bitter. And everybody was, like, worried about that. And I was like, hey, this was my childhood growing up. This is what, like, taking amoxicillin was like all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. being an allergy kid, ear infection kid, I was like, oh, I'm used to this. This is not bad. Because people were like, I couldn't do it because I couldn't. I was like, oh, my body's already used to that. Word. (laughs) And my dad... My dad taught me a good hack. You eat some hot tamales and uh, uh, that lingers in your mouth instead of Paxlova, that cinnamon. And I was like, huh. so this is my medicine hot tamales. It's still a pretty full thing. I just pop a few every once in a while. Nice. Love that. Yeah. So that's my update on life. It's a week like last time we didn't record because because you had COVID and yeah, we were at a bachelorette party. This, this summer has been rough on us. Um, I'm not even going to go into the stuff that's going on with my house. Uh, just know that uh, my ceiling <laughs> collapsed yesterday. Everyone is fine. Uh, I was in my bathroom. <laughs> They're working on it. Uh, that's all I could say. I, I won't take up too much of your time because I could talk for like an hour about how effed my living situation is at this moment. It's rough, man. <laughs> but uh, instead, I, I'm going to talk about our own high school host. Wait, before we do that. Remember, we talked about this last week because it was fresh, but you almost died. Or we thought you died. Remember? <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. So um, I've been doing a lot of um, physical labor at work. We are redoing a lot of areas. So they had me painting and moving stuff and putting stuff together. So I worked two pretty heavy days of that in a row. And then I went home. And I fell asleep at like 11 ish. It was the first day that my husband was out of town. I was alone. I was supposed to go to my friend Crystal's the next morning. And I didn't set an alarm because I was off. So I didn't see, I was like, I'll probably wake up at like nine and then I'll get moving then. So I wake up at like, when did I wake up at like 12 30? Was it 12 30? No, it was like 2 30. Okay, it was like two in the afternoon. Yeah, I was so tired. Down for like a whole twelve hours. <laughs> I was out, and I wake up to someone knocking on my bedroom window. Oh, and I forgot to say, right before I went to sleep, there were gunshots right outside my house. So, what and so did I you texted do? my husband, and I was like, "Hey, there are gunshots outside my house." 
outside the house and then I just passed out because I live in the ghetto and I'm used to hearing gunshots in the ghetto in the ghetto um in the ghetto um I just watched that episode too um such a great episode of new girl that's so good um so yeah, so I, I passed out for 12 hours and then some stranger came and knocked on my bedroom window. So I built up, I'm getting a phone call from our friend, friend Anthony. So I'm like, is he outside my house? Cause he's on this road trip with my husband. Why are they back? Is Will locked out? And so I answer the phone and I'm like, uh, hello? <laughs> like literally that girl with the water bottle. Hello? Um, All casual. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've like, and what Anthony's like, lit the hey, buddy. And I was like, oh my God, why are you so aggressive right now? And he's like, we've all been calling you for like two hours. And I was like, no, you haven't. My phone hasn't rang once. And that's the weird thing. It didn't ring. My volume was on. Everything was on. And after that phone call, I like went and looked at my like notifications had no notifications of any calls but when i checked my call log there were like 60 phone calls. we were like the beacons are lit gondor calls for aid <laughs> and uh so i of course uh, I, I texted crystal and bridget and like called my husband and he was so mad at me As he i been. felt so bad i was i the I last message asleep. he got from you was gunshots and we couldn't get a hold of you for a day. I just fell asleep, but he was very sweet and was not mean to me because he knows that it was I'm understanding very burnt that. out and very tired. And then he told me that when he got off the phone with me, him, uh, Anthony and Shane were like, wow, uh, y'all handled that so well like if we were talking like to love our other. significant others uh we would have started yelling at this point and he was like why <laughs> me and my husband have a very healthy relationship y'all are and a couple goals every time he show. tells me about his bros and like their time together i just am more and more grateful for the husband that i have he's a wonderful man we communicate very well and we both worked really hard to get there because it did not always, it was not always this way. So uh, shout out to William. He is daddy of the week. Daddy of the week. I forgot actually, we said that. Actually, I'm going to say that Mason, my friend oh. from work, is daddy of the week. Because not only did he demand a new episode from me today, <laughs> but he also told me he watched Dear Lion April with his six-year-old daughter. Oh, did they like, both cry so cute she didn't care okay, she likes yeah. the music that's and sweet. the cat <laughs> she was like music cat yeah and that's like okay don't get it too sitting there like <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh you want to watch another episode of music cat <laughs> mason you are also daddy of the week we hope mason, you enjoy Orin high school house club you're the best and you your kid can watch this too. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that goes That's over the I kid's said. head. There's stuff that goes over the kid's head that is so much fun. Yeah, it's cute. Like it's when they're like choosing every other cartoon bathing suits. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> you don't hey, see anything uh, on people. They just pick something up. <laughs> the Hatching Twins are very fashion forward. <sighs> yeah. Well, their mom's a fashion designer. Yeah. Mm. I love it. Are you ready to talk about Orange High School Host Club? I am. And I, I also want to say, 
you know, when we rolled this, I talked a lot of smack, a lot of smack about this show, and I am heavily invested into this show. I more than like it's it now great. because I'm eight episodes in because, it's you know, so we're having cute. to re-record this episode. Uh, I love this show. Like, um, I was on Tumblr today looking at it and don't fight I me on Tumblr. I just can't believe you, you watched something past me because I haven't even watched the next four episodes I yet. Mean, I mean, I've got a lot of downtime. I'm not going anywhere oh, right now. That's true. And I, I watched it before less. my uh, first afternoon nap because, you know, there's like five of them because I can't stay conscious for long. Um, but gosh, the show is so, <laughs> so great. Guys, it's show. just really cute. It's cute and full of dumb. And it's got great voice actors that Lauren's going to go over. Like I'm watching it in the does. dub and the dub the is dub so much fun. And the sub are both excellent. The first they time are. I watched this was in dub and i just think they really brought it to life and it was such a a, a love project that caitlin glass and vic mignana really wanted to do which is just really sweet it is and i think they did really great on translations for the dub because they did they they did they make it its own thing i was telling lauren this is like totally spies kind of vibe and i was a big totally spies fan I, and even the animation who was your favorite spy it, it changed a lot. I love the red hair one. Sam. Yeah. You remember their Alex. names? I haven't watched Yeah, Alex, ever. Sam, and Clover. <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys, I never I stopped watching the cartoons. butler, though. The butler like, was my favorite. The thing to understand is everyone, like, grew out of their cartoon phase except for me. I just kept watching cartoons, like, I way past the point where I, I should have. I didn't watch anime. I never got, like, I was a Pokemon person and a Sailor Moon person, and then I didn't pop into the others. I still actively seek out new cartoons to watch because I just love cartoons so much. I got really into, like, <laughs> the Pixar stop-motion crowd. Like, you name it. And then Don Bluth. I was really into Don Bluth movies, which I are really, really depressing to get into. None very... of Don Bluth movies make you feel good. No, they don't. They're all super sad. <laughs> Thumbelina was my favorite movie, like, ever. And then yeah. I had... I had two cats when I was a child named Anya and Dimitri because I was obsessed with Anastasia, Anastasia which is like was uh, so good. I loved my mom didn't like it because there's a lot of devil stuff in there, but uh I was so obsessed, obsessed with Rusty. It was yeah, that song is up. I told you I did banger. my like uh elementary school book report on Rasputin, right? Yes, you did. And I was like, I'm very concerned about I that. asked my mom if she had pictures and she said she does. So I just have to I did mine her. on Diane Fossey and created a phobia of monkeys and gorillas for myself because I was Respectful. like, oh my God. <laughs> I respect that. They're both they're terrifying. I watched Gorillas in the Mist and was like I want to die. <laughs> Love Sigourney like, Weaver, though. None but of I, that for me. I, I do not like monkeys. They're they're too similar to us, but just different enough. But too similar. I don't, and like, I don't like it, and that's why I no like really freaked me out. And monkeys. I, was like, mm-hmm. I don't like. Oh my god, that I was the this, coolest was, part of the movie, I though. Like, I thought this was an alien movie. It wasn't ready for it. Was <laughs> that scene? And the way they flashed back to it, uh, like at the very beginning when he's going over the SNL skit, I was like, I cannot wait for them to tell me what happened with Sporty. I cannot wait. It was, that, that was great. That was absolutely t- just hearing Gordy like eat someone's face off. And I was like, and I, I was that child that watched that Oprah show with the lady with the chimp that like ripped her face off. 
Oh and God. was uh, I watched it? Oh, I forgot about that. And I remember that too. I was terrified of monkeys. I mean, I already was. My fifth grade, you know, elementary school book report was on Diane Fossey. Like, what was it? Biography Day that we all did, like in Texas, and yeah, and, yeah, and Diane Fossey. Because I don't know, I don't, I don't know why I chose Diane Fossey. I don't know if I chose it. I don't know if I got it signed, but I remember Rasputin. That was Diane very Fossey. Vividly thinking that Rasputin was a fictional character until I found that book, and I was like. Is Rasputin real? And they're like, you talk about yeah. like his sex, like, prom. I don't know the no, word. They wouldn't let me, and they also <laughs> wouldn't let me go into the details of how he was stabbed seventeen times in the back in an icy and hole. lived, <laughs> and he lived, and then he froze to death in the icy puddle they left him in, <laughs> which is That's absolutely you- insane. Have you watched the prequel, The King's Man? No, they have Rasputin in it and they like do that scene and it's great oh and it's God. it's them and Ralph Fiennes and I was like this is this is fun I liked I that prequel that I, I love the Kingsman series I, except yeah, for fun. except for the fun. random sexual things this last one didn't have it but that first oh. one I was like really we had to put that in the last five seconds of the movie and then yeah, in the man, second one it had the, the back door let's the second one was the tracker, and I was like, come on. But anyway, other than those little speaking bits. Speaking of dumb fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm we haven't sorry. talked in a while. I got distracted. It's so- I haven't had human interaction. I, I really, I called so we could get this out. And <laughs> it didn't we work. just stayed on the phone, and now it's here. I hope y'all are ready for this absolutely derailed episode, y'all. I'm going to read this uh, this summer. Yeah. <clears throat> for episode one, today... Starting today, you are a host. I watched it on Netflix. This is your Netflix summary. After Haruhi literally stumbles into the Oren host club and breaks an expensive vase, the only way she could pay for the damage is to work as a host. Bum, bum, bum. It's great. It's actually a great summary. It, it is. That's, it's perfect. That is what like, happens. That is Whoa. what happens. Um, here we go. I wrote, I already hate this intro. Now this no longer holds true eight episodes later for Did me. Did you listen to the Japanese version? <laughs> no, I, now I, I keep walking around, kiss, kiss, fall in love. So it's like, I already have to refix my notes because this is from like two weeks ago. The, and now I love it. The lyrics to the English dub are absolutely awful. Like in the most <laughs> endearing way. Kiss, it kiss, says, host uh, or lady, maybe, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> are you serious? Like that's an actual lyric out of... <laughs> hey. It's true, though. Dumb version of it's that. It's true. And I was like, I cannot. Um, um, that's funny. Uh, my next note, <laughs> immediately, another dead mom, because Haruhi walks up and is like, oh, mom, I miss you. How is it up there? And I'm like, bro, can we not catch dead. a break? Dead parent. <laughs> I thought oh. Disney loved dead parents. No, anime. Anime loves anime dead parents. Anime loves dead parents. Dead or them. absent parents. Like, mysterious. No, they like dead moms and absent dead <laughs> That is you all of the animes we've ever watched. Um, I was gonna say which one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my hero, you. Well, not dead my mom, hero, but Soul Metal Alchemist, Soul Metal Alchemist, um, Attack on Titan. Not so much all JoJo's Bizarre. Well, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, kind JoJo's of. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, dead everyone. Uh, <laughs> and then dead JoJo. <laughs> um, uh, it's been so long, so many things. Oh, uh, fully, fully dead mom. Oh, or yeah, gone with mom? a really bad dad, exactly. 
Uh, dead dad, kind of, at one dead, point. Ooh. Realized dad. Yeah. Slime dad? Te- Slime technically dad. was dead dad. It's confusing. Slime dad. Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> my next note. Okay, I can see how this is a satire with a lot of rich commoner jokes. So, uh, my another note. I, I forgot that I, like, go through all these notes first because I forgot to, like, summarize the episode. Um, are, are the twins in love with each other incestuously? Uh, Lauren yes. will cover that because you know, I will. We'll this is hard it. to re-record things that we've already talked about because I'm like, I oh, I don't need to cover this because we already talked about it. But I know. We don't have a recording of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, Harry he walks in and has short hair. It's so immediately, you know, like you're a boy. Um, That's how that works. Yeah, apparently. When I uh, shaved my head, I gained a penis. Did I not tell you that? Oh, that's how it works. Yeah. And then you grew it out and it shrunk away. Yeah, no, see, it like it kind of falls off as oh. your hair gets longer. Makes sense. Like it just kind of retracts. <laughs> it retracts. Just like I liked falls off better than retracts. <laughs> Retracting makes more sense though. Retract- because it gets smaller the longer your hair grows. You're like a Barbie, switch your gender. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be the dream? It just made me. It just made me think of um, I have brain fog. What's it called? Guillermo del Toro's movie, the the creature movie, Creature from Black Lagoon movie. What is it? Oh, the Shape of Water. Thank you. When she's explaining the sex, and she goes, (laughs) "That's what it is. Like you're a girl, or." then you can turn into a boy, but then you can close it off and be a girl again. <laughs> That's gender. Uh, anyway. Well. <laughs> Fixed it, science. science. <laughs> <laughs> Solve the problem, politicians. Don't worry. Thank you, Shape You're of Water. You're um, welcome. We will accept our uh, awards and certificates whenever you would like to mail them to us thank you thank you, thank you. good morrow to you all good morning. and that's our show uh <laughs> <laughs> the end watch our guys post club bye <laughs> okay so hi he's walking around and is trying to find a quiet place to study there's like three libraries like she's at this really rich school and um then she goes into this like music room music room number three uh, see, this is how much I'm watching. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, maybe this is like an abandoned one. And she opens the door and they're like posed like this, <laughs> basically mm-hmm. waiting for someone welcome. to open the door. Like, welcome to the host club. And she's like, uh, what? And they're like, oh, are you a new host? And, blah, blah, blah. and they just kind of like swarm her. And then she backs up and knocks over this vase and it shatters. And the vase is... A lot of money. Lauren will go over that in her notes because I remember it that. Is. It's eight and million yen. Eight million yen. Eight million. <laughs> Why do I have to say yen. it like Austin Powers? If anybody, I don't says, know. Eight million yen. One yeah. million dollars. <laughs> no. Um. So which eight million yen is not one million dollars? No, it's not. It's still a lot of money. More on that next. Sorry. More on that at the seven o'clock news. Um. <laughs> so. What was I saying? Oh, knocked over the vase. They're like, all right, in order to pay the debt back, because that's a lot of money, 
you can be our like errand boy. I think they call her call her a dog at first, like errand dog. And she's like, uh, and so she's gonna run these errands to like pay off her debt to pay back that vase because they were gonna auction it off for something to raise money because that's how they make money. Um, is merch. <laughs> Uh, so much money and so um then all of a sudden uh she's like they're they have the host club and so they're always like wooing girls over and the girls are there and um all the boys are kind of paying more attention to her and the girl that the main guy blonde blondie here here, tamaki uh is seeing gets really jealous that the boys are paying more attention to haruhi and my note is this is definitely very gay, uh, which is great. And such a pan king. This, <laughs> this is where I realized that Tamaki is uh, Ed from Full Model Alchemist Brotherhood, <laughs> Vic Mignana. Um, so that's my notes in all caps because I love You're Ed. like, is this Ed? I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah. And then I learned that Caitlin Glass is Haruhi, who I'm covering up here. Nope. And yeah, right here, look at mine. This is yeah, there we go. That's easier. Um, and so you know, Winry and Ed together forever. Um, my ship survives another show <laughs> that will uh, never have a season two. Oh, that's really mean. Why it's okay? They finish it in the manga. Show? <laughs> they finish it in the manga. You can read it, it's very good. I love it. That's what Cora had to do, and it was really sad because I wanted to watch more. I know. Well, uh, one day maybe. Someday, someday maybe. Sure. Um, and so basically, uh, they're like, oh, where am I? Here I am. Here we go. Y'all are gonna have to bear with me. Uh, okay. So the girl gets jealous, and so she throws Haruhi's stuff out the window, backpack and all these things, and it goes into a little like uh fountain. And so Haruhi's now down there having to search through the fountain to find her stuff because she needs her wallet. Because if she can't find her wallet, then she can't eat because she's poor. Um, They have, like, commoners coffee. They make this whole joke about, (laughs) which which is Nescafe, which is just instant coffee. I hear the children. I'm so sorry. And so... uh, Tamaki is like, I'll drink the commoner's coffee because Tamaki is obsessed with Haruhi uh, and it's great. And so um, I have this note that says, oh, Tamaki isn't as dumb as he seems because he steps into the water to help um, Haruhi find his her wallet and is like, hey, and Haruhi's like, no, no, you're going to get wet and you're going to ruin your outfit or your shoes. And he's like, it's fine. I'm going to help you find your wallet. You said you can't eat without it. Like, I'm going to help you. So sweet. sweet what boy. a himbo. Um, but then he realizes, you know, somebody did this to Haruhi and he does not tolerate bullies. So he like yeah. roasts uh, oh, that's right. They still think Haruhi's a boy. This whole time they think Haruhi's yes. a boy. And um, then he starts like roasting the girl for being jealous and all this other stuff and then they're like hey you're all wet we have this host uniform for you it's fine you can wear it uh go change and so she how he who they think is a boy goes in there to go change and tamaki opens the the dressing room curtain and sees how he in just like this little slip it's supposed to be like a bra um if you're flat chested, you can wear just like a cami underneath things. Lauren and I do not have that privilege. Nice. <laughs> we, nice. We've been talking about our dense boobs. We've been seeing like the 
the song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend about uh, dense boobs. Anyway, um, so Tamaki realizes how to he's a girl and is like, oh my gosh. And is like, I like to imagine love. that up until this point, Tamaki always thought he was gay. And then he met Harvey and was like, oh no, I like girls. Like, I like to imagine it's the opposite. I just feel like Tamaki was just, you know, pan or by and oh, was like, I love, I love, he just love. loves, he love. just loves, uh, as long Tomoki as he's the, the doting prince or the king of the host club, he's in. <laughs> as the resident pansexual, I dubbed this man pan. <laughs> Thank Hello. you. Okay. Here he is. Pansexual. <laughs> Asexual. <laughs> pansexual. <laughs> Asexual. And then interesting. It's me. In, and then <gasps> incestual. Incestual. <laughs> and then my love. Where's my hand? Nope. Nope. nope, nope. Normal. Here, here. Might be in there. the honey. Not positive. No. Um, and then Kyoya. Honey. If you're rich enough, he'll date you. Uh, or Kyoya. No, if you have something, if he has something to gain from you. He's also a little bit in love with Tamaki. I in love like him. a weird way. My two dark like haired, my dark haired men. And my light haired men. <laughs> I love my two dark haired men. Um, I love my ace queen. Uh, she's amazing. The, they are amazing. I don't know. I'm just going to call Harvey a they. Because well, they can't decide what they my are. My next note is she still wants to be fussed over by a bunch of girls. And so she's like, it sounds like fun. And she goes, hey, I'm going to make more money for y'all if I'm a host rather than an errand boy. So why don't you just let me still pretend to be a boy and I'll be a host and we make my money. And so that's what they agree to do. And um, Tamaki's fully falling in love. And that is episode one. Here are some fun facts before I start reading 10,000 voice actors because <laughs> I'm putting it off. Uh, so 8 million yen in uh, U.S. currency is about $60,000 in some change, which is still quite a big little ticket. Yeah. And the first host club ever opened in Tokyo in 1966. So basically a host club is like a strip club except it's non-sexual so like it's really for like rich ladies who wants to and, and rich men there are hostess clubs as well who just want to be wined and dined by an attractive person for a couple we of said hours. it was like an escort service without sex yeah exactly and uh, host ages generally range from like 18 to your mid-20s so they're very normal they're in all the persona games and you know they're they're chill um just google host clubs near me don't do it no i will not um i will not we live in america uh instant coffee that they use in the show is called hescaf special blend which is a parody of nescaf so that's exciting which is great and in the mega tamaki all of his like misunderstandings on Haruhi's middle classness come from watching uh, reruns of Ocean, which is like this Japanese drama from the 80s, which is like this big cheesy thing. And it's his favorite thing. And that's why he's so obsessed with commoner stuff. So essentially, Tamaki is Mr. Weasley. And I think we all need to. Oh my that. gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> Tell me, what is the function of a rubber duck? 
Honestly, though, Tomiki is Mr. Weasley. Remember this through the entire thing. You know, you that would not be able to not absolutely him. makes sense with the clumsiness, the himboness, but yes, also the genuine perfect. love and protection he has for his family. He just genuinely, he just wants to know everything. I love and the understand Weasleys, so this is everyone. Great. He's amazing and then we have fred and george in here too so we do have fred and george oh no who's percy though kyoya is percy how is that a question how is that a question but kyoya wouldn't like turn evil okay so harvey is ron right yeah and then you have fred and george no i feel like tamaki is ron haruhi's harry but tamaki is mr weasley Oh, that's right. You just said that. She can be Mrs. Weasley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Kyoya can be Mrs. Weasley. Kyoya is Mrs. Weasley. She has to keep the whole family together. Then that makes Maury Percy. Choose your poison. I don't like that. I don't like that. Either one of my loves are Percy. I hate Percy so much. Everyone hates Percy, even Fred. That's why he died to get away from him. Uh-huh. Still too soon. Uh, anyway, speaking of dying to get away from things, I'm going to read you all these names. <laughs> um, so I'm going to introduce you to pretty much the entire host club and the evil girl from the show. Uh, please be patient with me. This is the second time I've had to struggle through this. Poor Lauren. It's a lot. Um, so first we have Haruki Fujioka, who's the main character. Her English voice actor is Caitlin Glass. Uh, we know her. She plays Petra Rao in Attack on Titan. <laughs> She'll do Mina soon. Ashido in uh, My Hero Academia. She plays, and she plays a uh, Damien Desmond in Spy Family. So look out for that in the future. In the future. She also played. Oh, and of course, uh, Winry Rockbell and Full Metal Alchemist. I can't believe you were going to skip over Winry. We already, you already said it. I, so I, I was like, do I need Winry. to say it? But then I couldn't. I it. love Winry. I, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> Her Japanese voice actor is Maya Sakamoto. Uh, she plays Aerith in the Final Fantasy games, which is kind of a gigantic person to be. <laughs> so that's exciting. Um, and she plays uh, Maranjo in Ranking of Kings, who's a pretty significant, awesome, evil character, and I love it. And she also plays... Uh, Tameo in Demon Slayer, who I no longer remember who that is. I think it's the perfume lady. Uh, hold on, hold on. Tameo. I spelled it right. How do you? Yes, perfume lady. Yes. Oh, so good. She's great. She's so great. Good. Okay, great. She's a doctor, so, if you want to. She's <laughs> a doctor demon. demon and doctor. I, I was going to skip the rest of these, but she also plays uh, Matoko in Ghost in the Shell, who's the main character. And Ghost Scarlett the Johansson. Forever. So, yeah, she plays Scarlett Johansson <laughs> in, in Ghost in the Shell. So that's Sorry. exciting. Uh, then we have Tamaki Suo, who is my himbo, who I love, Mr. Weasley. Uh, his English voice actor is Vic Mignana. He's done 10 billion million things that's uh, episode one of our podcast <laughs> yes uh he plays well no i don't think i went over all of this stuff because i wasn't super into voice actors then i think i did it in a you did it eventually. i did it in attack on titan because he plays l Jin. he does play oh i just pulled that out of my head and i looked back at my notes and i was like yes i'm getting scary good l Jin. who's that 
Eld Jin. Eld. Eld, he's one of the Levi squad. He was like the leader of the Levi squad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He plays Eld. Um, Second in command, yeah. For like a minute. <laughs> yeah, Levi squad does it. Ouch. <laughs> Levi we squad does the Levi squad. <laughs> Um, if you're good enough to be on Levi's squad, I'm good sorry. enough to die. <laughs> <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's right. Levi's squad. <laughs> well, Vic Mignogna not only plays Elf Jin, uh, he also plays Broly in Dragon Ball Z. He plays Rin Matsuoka in Free, uh, Rampo in Bungo Stray Dogs, Nagato in Naruto, and Edward Elric in Fullmetal Alchemist Brothers. He plays 10,000 other things. If you go back to the Eld Jin episode, which I cannot pull out of my butt right now, uh, I go over the controversy that surrounds Vic Mignogna. You can decide what you want to do with that. But for probably for the reason of his controversy, there will never be a season two of Lorne High School's Club. Which is really sad because he was, he, Lorne and I discussed that him and Caitlin Glass were yeah. the, like big people that got this to come to America. And so. Dub. It's a bummer, um, but it is what it is. Uh, But their Japanese voice actor, who I (laughs) love, he's also in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. So it's uh, Mamoru Miyano. Mamoru Miyano. He plays... Not Mamoru? No, Mamoru. He plays Dazai in both the Stray Dogs. Okay. It might be Mamoru. Mamaru sounds Mamaru just Mamaru like, sounds like mammogram. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Mamaru? Uh, he plays Dazai and Mongo Stray Dogs. Uh Riku in Kingdom Hearts. Ryuji Sakamoto in Persona 5. Where where are you, Ryuji? Oh, you actually oh, have your figure this time. <laughs> he fell over. Oh. Ryuji. Um, I love him. I'm sorry. Ryuji in Persona 5. I lost my place. Rin Matsuoka in Free, which is hilarious because they both play Rin Matsuoka. I think that's really... I love when uh, voice actors play the same characters. So they both play Tomoki and they both play Rin. We that love this. How great. He plays Krolo in Hunter Hunter, who we will meet eventually. Uh, Death the Kid in Soul Eater. And my boy, love of my life, Ling Yao in Full Metal Alchemist. Ling Yao! Love Ling Yao. Adore Ling Yao. Uh, then we have Kiyoya Otero. Uh, his English voice actor is J. Michael Tatum, who I am a little in love with. I'm in love with him and his husband. Uh, <laughs> J. Michael Tatum plays Erwin Smith. I, before you finish, I just want to say on the IMDb page, I love that J. Michael Tatum's photo looks just like every character he voices. Like yes. he dresses just like this character. Scarf, glasses, like he's very much look. typecasted. <laughs> yeah. Which I follow him on TikTok and he's like super not like that at all. He's like the nicest, <laughs> like perkiest dude. And all his I'm headshots like, match his characters so well. So I it's like I wonder if he did that on purpose. He was like, I want to play good this strategic type of move. Yeah, if he did. It definitely worked. He is the glasses guy in pretty much yeah. everything. <laughs> when speaking of, he it, plays Tinya yeah. Ida in yeah. My Hero Academia. Which is like the same character. Yeah. So. Magma and Dr. Stone, uh, Ray Ryuzaki in Free. Uh, he plays Katsuya Honda in Fruits Baskets, who I think is one of the main people. I have not watched Fruits Baskets. 
I will have to ask Michael. Yeah. And uh, Sebastian in Black Butler, who's the main butler. He is the he Black is Butler. The Black Butler. <laughs> and uh, Mycroft Holmes in Moriarty the Patriot. This so is so exciting. weird re-recording this and then also having COVID because I feel like this is like a weird fever feel like dream. Feel like a fever dream? <laughs> yeah, like I have I had this conversation before. You I have. have. <laughs> you have. Only There's this a time day before, before COVID. The names much better. Let's see if we can. You got practice. You have practice now. Uh, the Japanese voice actor is Messiah Natsu Natsukaza Natsukaze, I think Natsukaze. Uh, and he plays Sano in Tokyo Revengers, Cult Greece in Attack on Titan, uh, Misaki in Toilet Bound Hanako Kun, uh, Saiko in The Disastrous Life of Saki K, uh, Sina in Food Wars, uh, Zoldic in Hunter Hunter, and that's all the important things, so I'm stopping there. <laughs> Uh, and then we have Hikaru Hachin. Uh, his English voice actor is Todd Haberkorn. He plays uh, uh, Har- <laughs> Haruka. Haruka. I was going to say Harkua. Being dyslexic and reading in Japanese is hard, y'all. I love you. Uh, he plays Haruka in Blue Period. I'm just going to say Haruka if you don't know that name. Okay. Sorry. I finally understood. So- Remember when you every time you said Tom Habercorn, what's his name? Habercorn. I was like, it sounds like a Parks and Rec character. It's because Tom Haverford. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I was just like, why does that sound like a part? It's because it almost is. Okay. Continue. Why do I know Tom Haverford? Please, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joko and Dragon Ball Z, Edgar Allan Poe and Bunko Stray Dogs, Obito Uchiha and, um, Naruto, and of course, my love, my boy, Ling Yao and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Both so much Lings. Full Metal Alchemist in all of these, by the way. Because Full Metal has like some of the top tier voice actors. They in do, and for a good reason. It's a for great good show. Reason. It's still, um, I think, my top anime. I mean, Attack on Titan's pretty, pretty close to it, but Full Metal, man. Full metal. Neither neither one of those shows lets my ship find a like happy ending. I mean, Full no. Metal kind of does, but I don't really get to see it. But um, yeah, so you know, ships hurt. Ships hurt. Uh, Japanese voice actor is Kenichi Suzumura. That feels correct. Uh, he plays <laughs> Obani in Demon Slayer, Snake Boy, <laughs> my sad boy. Uh, who else is important? Zach Fair in Final Fantasy. Uh, Takahashi in Fire Force. Demix in Kingdom Hearts. And those are the important people. Everyone else can suck it. No offense. I can't wait Haru until Kashi. you get to watch Demon Slayer. All of Demon Slayer. Because oh, yeah, I'm excited too. I'm, I, I might just watch it if we'll do it because season two season two is some of the best animation skills i've seen in I forever dying to watch it it's like, so in the opening my song my skin hurts i haven't even heard the opening song yet i haven't heard anything bro it's I'm so dying. good i've watched How it dub and it? sub because it's just so good and you know i'm normally a dub person like i'll watch sub when i have to but 
I watch Demon Slayer all in sub and then I wait for the dub to come out and then I watch it all in dub because both are perfect and the animation is just rocking. And it's a movie that's canon, which is great. (laughs) I've been watching everything in sub just because because the shows made me start watching things in sub more, which is good. Except I still refuse to watch um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in sub when I'm like watching it for my own pleasure because I think the dub is so good bad. Good bad. I was like, where are you going with this? (laughs) So there's an episode. I'm sorry. Pause. (laughs) There's an episode. (laughs) I'm I'm almost done with Stardust Crusaders and there's an episode in it where they're facing the sky's stand. And I know you don't know what a stand is yet. I'm not going to go into it. But, like, the stand can tell if you're telling the truth or you're lying. So, like, it goes inside of Jotaro's brain. And instead of just, like, having him, like, (laughs) I don't know, say anything clever, it just goes, lie, lie, lie. Or yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Because it can only say yes and no. And so it just over and over again. And it's awful. It's awful. (laughs) And it's just Matt Mercer saying, yes, yes, yes. Hey, no, it, no, no, no. Oh, you so one minute Matt Mercer saying that. That's all I, I need. Well, I can I, I can work a lot. It's with not that. one minute. It's like six minutes of this just back and forth. It's like an absolute crack monster. I don't understand. I'm sure I, there's fanfic just over those six minutes because it's Matt Mercer's voice and Matt Mercer's. I worked myself up so much in that that I'm actually tired now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been at work all day. I'm so sorry. Um, Karu. Karu Kachin is played by Greg Aris, and he plays Zinji in Food Wars, Koji Koda in uh, My Hero Academia, who's the little boy who can speak to animals. He's very useless. Uh, I don't care about him. Uh, More importantly, he plays Yuni Shinoya in Haiku, who's one of my absolute favorite boys. I adore him. And just for me, because this show will never have a season two either and will always break my heart and I can't find the manga anywhere. I own volume one. (laughs) I am convinced that no other volumes of this exist. None. Um, But there's like 19, so I need to find them. If anyone finds them, please tell me. Sorry. Uh, He plays Midori in uh, Ahura X Machine Gun. I'm the only one that cares about this, and I I don't care. (laughs) I just want to say Koji in My Hero has one great scene, and that's when they're fighting uh, President Mike. (laughs) Oh, you're right. But that's it. (laughs) That's really it. It's the bugs swarming him, and he has a freak out. Poor Michael. That's the only that's the only good time. Presentation Poor Michael's Michael. bug phobia. <laughs> I still haven't had that spoiled for me, by the way. Lauren. I don't know how. You're freaking playing with fire. They're, I know I'm playing with fire. I know it. I feel like someone died though, and I'm really scared. Did someone die? Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Am I gonna be upset? I just need you to read it. Did Bakuto die? Don't look at me. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Anyway. You're going to make me have an asthma attack. You need to just read it. Okay. Um, You said that last week. I know. I'm into you, but I'm tired. You said that last week pre-COVID. I have things. Anyway, the Japanese voice actor for Kaira is Yoshinori, which we love. Uh, Yoshinori Fujita. Uh, he plays the Green Onion Alien and Gantz and Justin Law and Soul Eater. 
Yep. <laughs> then we have uh, Misuki Kun or Honey, hun- and he is Honey Honey. His uh, English voice actor is someone we also know. It's Lucy Lucy Christian. Uh, she plays Healing in Ranking of Kings, Ochako Uraka or Uravity in My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. Rish in the Case Study of Vanitas, Nami in One Piece. She plays so many people. It's ridiculous. And uh, The Truth in Full Metal Alchemist. Brother. Remember we had this argument. It was The Truth slash Wrath. <laughs> well, yeah. I believe you, though. <laughs> There's multiple times now I've watched and I was like, oh, that's absolutely right. She also plays uh, Leanna Lee Lee in uh, Deep Rayman, Trish in Devil May Cry, and Hitomi in Welcome to the NHK, which I will definitely be making you watch. Welcome to the NHK. Um, Japanese voice actor is Ayaka Sato, uh, who plays curly hair in Wonder Egg Priority. We'll learn soon, yeah. Uh, Michan in Eden of the East and Emir in Queen's Blade. Oh, and uh, Mayu in Iniwasha. Uh, then we have uh, Mori, Mori Senpai. His English voice actor is Travis Travis Willingham! Grand Strong Jaw from Critical Roles, the legend of Fox Uh He also plays Knuckles in the Sonic video games. Roy Mustang in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Jungo and Naruto and Toga Yagari in oh my god I said that without even thinking and that was correct that's great Toga Yagari in Vampire Knight who if you don't know is the hot vampire hunter teacher Travis Willingham plays the hot brooding person in almost everything and it it's great because he's like an eight foot tall burly man who is married to Laura Bailey who is like a four foot tall tiny woman and I love them I love that (laughs) it's great Japanese voice actor is oh my gosh I'm sorry I have like a hiccup burp (laughs) I don't even know what that was it's Uh, when it gets like stuck in your throat chest and you're like (sighs) yeah I know know that you're trying to escape but (laughs) would not figure out how it wanted to come up um sorry uh Japanese voice actor is uh Daisuke Kiri uh, and he played Muto in Mob Psycho. That was the only thing I found that I knew, so I left it there. Uh, and then we have Ayo Koji, who is the evil girl, um, and her English voice actor is Lee Clark. Uh, she plays Himiko Toga in My Hero Academia, uh, Megumi in Fruits Baskets, Mari in uh, Yuri on Ice, and does anyone else matter? Oh, Gigi and Princess Jellyfish. Oh, she also plays Vanessa in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, who is uh, the friend. Hawkeye's friend. Hawkeye's um, one friend. Her one friend. Uh, her if her Japanese voice actor is Michiko Nea, and she plays Tao Jun in the Shaman King 2021. Everyone's least favorite mom, Rei Todoroki in My Hero Academia. <laughs> <laughs> She said a Tal- high bar. <laughs> Talo Yuki in Eureka 7 and Riza Hawkeye in the original Fullmetal Alchemist, not Brotherhood. Uh, and that's- I actually got in an argument with somebody at church about that. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't know if they'd say better. I was like, it's better. 
Excuse me. It's you. way better. <laughs> Excuse me. And then we got an argument whether what was better, Cora or Avatar. I was like, they're both great, Korra. but I love Cora more. Thank you. And they were yeah. like, and so we had this whole argument, and we both had great points. So I just did the petty, well, I'm sorry you're a sexist. And they were like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I, got I know that was not an accurate point at all, but I ran out of argument points and we were both had really good points. And I was just like, fine, you're sexist. You know, like a woman lead. <laughs> Dude, I got in the stupidest argument at work the other day with my friend Haley, who I've been lying and telling everyone is my sister because we were both blonde. And one of our vendors was like, are y'all sisters or something? Because the way we interact. And I was like, yeah. And then I started pulling out all this stuff that she told me like about her childhood. And she was just like, and this guy was like, what? And I was like, yeah, we don't live together. We have different, we have different moms. We share the same dad. And he was like, what? And I'm like, and my mom's great. Her mom sucked. And she was like, yeah, she did. And it was great. Um, so it's like, hilarious. this guy just was going and he was like, wow, really? And I was like, no, shut up. We're both blonde. Get over yourself. Um, but I got in a fight with her because my phone started ringing. And she started singing the song from Wonder Pets that goes, the phone, the phone phone is ringing. ringing. I'd never heard that before. So I did not know what the heck she was talking about. (laughs) And so she started singing it. And I was like, why should I know this? I'm almost 29. Like I, I never watched Wonder Pets. My little brother didn't watch Wonder Pets. My brother did. So I I know know that. And so she was so upset and she was like, this is like a thing. This is a culturally significant thing. And I was like, you know what? That's BS. And I'm going to call you out on that. And she was like, why? And I'm like, name me three important episodes of Wonder Pets. Because she was trying to convince me I had to watch it. Like, oh, it's horrible. I hated Wonder Pets. My brother loved it. And I was like, bruh, this this show is the worst. And she she couldn't name me any episodes. And I was like, okay, here's here's something else that I think is actually the puppy that needs to open the door to go potty. They had to teach it how to use a donkey door. Um, I even remember Wonder Pets episodes. But I was like, okay, name me three episodes of SpongeBob. And she could right off the bat. And I was like, that's culturally significant. (laughs) And so she brought it up to like five people up front. And my other friend, Andres, was like, okay. So he sat on it for a little bit. He agreed with me for a second. And then this guy pages me over the intercom to call him and he was like i i changed my mind and i was like are you seriously calling me on the work phone about wonder pets and he was like yes Yes. it's important (laughs) keep in mind if i ever have any bosses that are watching this it was a very slow night we were very (laughs) (laughs) just so you know uh and so he was like here's why wonder pets is culturally significant and i was like okay he goes that every time the phone rings I think the phone, the phone's ringing. And I was like, the phone is ringing. He was like, it might not have episodes that are memorable, but it has jingles and songs that are still relevant to my everyday life. Wonder Pets, we're on our way to help the baby elephant and save the day. We're not too big and we're not too small. But we're together and we're saving all. See, but. I don't admit defeat often, but that was a very good defeat of me. That was, I was like, I shook his hand. I was like, that was, you just won your debate. Thank you, sir. And then I walked away like a weirdo. Uh, just like everyone in this episode's a weirdo. Here's your Netflix summary for episode two. What a transition. Uh, episode two is called The Job of a High School Host. Uh, your Netflix summary is thus. 
With the formal party right around the corner, Tomaki masterminds a scheme to help Haru. He settled it down with a nice guy once and for all. It's great. The end. Here we go. To pay off her debt, Haruhi will be a host because they'll make more money. Uh, but there's going to be a ball happening, as Lauren just explained. And yes. so they're debating on Haruhi being dressed as a girl or being dressed as a boy for this ball. Uh, they have her dressed as a girl, and Tamaki is like swooning over, you know, the <laughs> thought of Haruhi in a ball gown. Uh, but then uh, they realize that. Um, Whoa. What did they realize? Brain just, <laughs> what did they realize? That brain just paused. What then, was it? And then had the loading symbol going. I don't know. Everyone what, just checks their phones. Like, I don't what? know. Did this what, turn off? What just happened there? <laughs> and Tamaki realizes that if Haruhi's dressed like a girl, is your ceiling going down again? No, it's just every time you every once in a while I look up and realize how crooked this wall is. Um and how much it's like the bathroom. I'm just like, are you okay? You should be concerned. I'm concerned. Um so there's just a big hole in my bathroom right now. (laughs) Can you Uh, see like your neighbors like bathroom? No, no, the floor, like there's a there's they fixed it was a pipe in between flooring and stuff. Okay. So it'd be more awkward fire. if you like had to pee and like ask your neighbor to step out like, of the bathroom. Hey, uh, do you need toilet paper? Pee? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That'd be weird. That would be weird. Okay, but then Tamaki realizes that if Haruhi's dressed like a girl, then everybody's gonna want Haruhi, and he's like, no, you have to dress like a boy <laughs> because Tamaki problems. Um, so Tamaki's girl, Kanu- Kanuko, 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 Kanuko. There you go. <laughs> what making? Well, Kanuko, 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 Kanuko. Yes, <laughs> I was Correct. in my brain. It was thinking Kaniki, like from Greece. <laughs> so no. I had to, I had to break Kaniki. <laughs> Kanuko is in love with the tea set boy, which you know his name. Um, <laughs> Do you know his name? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's Toru. Toru. Toru Sushin. Suzushima. <laughs> yeah my notes it's t said boy um because, boy yes <laughs> but they're in different classes um so basically they do this ball and uh they're trying to get like haruhi with t said boy and she dresses like a girl and goes to him well they're not trying to do that they're trying to get Kaneko with the t set boy and they're tricking him yeah they're tricking them into seeing how much they love each other by using karaoke's bait yeah 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 um and so you're gonna have to help me on some of these notes because i did not i know it's okay last That's week why and they're they're gone i've watched uh, the show fully like 25 times it's okay next week's <laughs> recording is okay. gonna be great because i got really into my notes but this is past week and then throw covid on it it's like i, I don't know will get in some of my notes <laughs> there we go <laughs> <laughs> so basically promise. like Haruhi walks up dressed like a girl and the like four of the boys wrote this love letter that is atrocious oh. who wrote it it was Tomaki no, no it was Koi- Kyoya and Haru and Kimikaru right uh yeah 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 and honey I think honey. And honey, yes, honey like drew the hearts at the end. <laughs> and so, so bad. those four wrote it, and it's like 
deranged. If a 12-year-old tried to write a love letter fanfic and it's just so bad. It's like, I super love love you, okay? Love love, heart heart, XO. Like, it's so bad. Like the exact opposite of Haruki. And it's like they tried <laughs> really hard mad. and they like give credit in like little pop-ups on the episode. It's so funny. They were and so T-Set Boy, what's his name? Atoru. Toru? Toru. 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 So the Toru is like, <laughs> you're nothing like your letter because the letter's like psycho stalker. Crazy. Uh, the letter is like uh, a character we'll meet in another episode, Renge. Yeah, that's Love that's her. what that's what the letter is like. Um, but then he's like, so Haruhi's kind of like, I like you. And he's like, well, I'm sorry, I can't like you. I, my heart belongs to someone else, but we, I'm afraid we'll never be together. And she's like, well, why not? And so he explains that it's um, Kanako and they grew up together. Like, it's really sweet. They have this sweet little flashback of them, like, talking through a little tea tray. They're so uh, cute. And it's, he's like, I'm going to marry you. And she's like, okay. And they're so sweet. They're and so cute. Basically, in the middle of this conversation, uh, Kanako opens the door and sees them talking and she's like, oh, and thinking they have a thing. So she runs off. So Taru runs after her and grabs her and is like, no, it's not what you think. And it says he likes her. And then all of a sudden these spotlights come on because they're in this courtyard and they're like, oh, now it's time for the waltz. And um, so they say they have to waltz together and it's really sweet how they kind of like set them up on this little surprise date. Um and then they, they, what is what is the title they're doing? Like for that they crown Haruhi. Uh the. There's like some title. I don't know. I, well, I don't think they gave her a title. They definitely gave Kaneko <laughs> a title. She's like the princess of the. Ball. Yeah, the princess of the ball. And she get. She was supposed to get a kiss from the king. Yeah, the, king, the okay. twins trying to mess with the, the king. The twins trying. They instead. said. Yeah, it's supposed to be Tamako, Tamaki is supposed to be the king. And uh, the twins were like, you said you like a little mystery and mischievousness. And so to trick Tamaki, they make Haruhi uh, the king. And so the king has to kiss the queen. And she's like, uh, maybe this is going a little too far. And they're like, it's just on the cheek. And she's like, oh, okay. So she goes over there to do that. And Tara's like, it's just a kiss on the cheek. It's fine. We know we like each other because he's a mature man. Um, and yeah and so then she's walking over there tamaki freaks out and goes to grab haruhi but then trips and then accidentally shoves haruhi into kissing uh kanako on the lips and that is haruhi's very first kiss and she's like oh and she was into it oh yeah and so they both just blushed and were like made me laugh so hard and that's how the episode ends with them together and then haruhi's first kiss and then i was my next note was i want to go to a tea party just a sweet, simple episode. I would love to have an Orin High School Host Club themed tea party. It would be so fun. Right, though? Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> I was... Hey, your birthday's coming up soon, so. My birthday is coming up soon. I'm going to be 29. I'm sad about it. I don't want to. Oh, talk don't about even. It. Don't even. Hey, hey, hey. I'm allowed to have my feelings about 29. Just because you hit it before I do does <sighs> not make I'm it turning less valid. 30. And that's great for you. Great for you. I get to have my feelings about 29. Because Will did this to me too. And I told him to shut up. So I have to do it to you too. And I love you. 
but my feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid, but thank <laughs> you. My twenty. Oh. All right. Anyway, Conoco's voice actors. <laughs> <laughs> Our English voice actor is Laura Bailey. What did we just talk That's about, Laura Travis Bailey? Travis Willingham's wife, aka Maury's wife in real life. Her. She's played, what has she played? I just lost my place. She played Toru Honda in Fruits Basket, uh, Vexalia in The Legend of Vox Machina, Catherine in the Catherine video games, Sandra uh, Uchiha in Boruto, and uh, Kusha Uzumaki in Naruto. (laughs) Laura Bailey is one of the best. My brother and I just had a very long conversation about Laura Bailey and Travis Willingham because I was telling him about or in high school his club. Um so you're gonna but, watch it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. He has he's so behind on everything because he's been working at camp all summer. But um we agree that they're probably some of the best voice actors out there. Like Laura Bailey is one of the most like one, she has a ton of credits to her name. Uh, so many. It was like, so hard to pick these she out. She's in video games, she is in shows. Um, but she's always a really great character and you can never quite tell that it's her because she's so good at transforming her voice, but she is one of the reasons I am absolutely obsessed with critical role, uh, which if you don't know what that is, it's a D and D podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to this now knows what that so is. Sorry. It's my brother's fault and Ryan's fault, but, uh, like, I always want people to listen to Critical Role now because there's so many anime voice actors, but you get to watch them really stretch their theater and acting bone and see that they're more than just voices because Laura Bailey gets so into her characters. Like she has made me like ugly sob in Critical. I'm listening to just people playing D&D and she is so good at getting into role playing and her characters that I, I just... There's this whole dragon arc that just happened, and one of her character and her twin brother, it's Vex and Vax, they're half-elves, um, and their mother was killed by a dragon. And so this dragon conclave called the Chroma Conclave, because it's the chromatic colors of dragons, just attacked the city they're in. And their backstory is their mom was killed by a dragon. I think I just said that. <laughs> COVID. Um okay (laughs) it's like wait but there's this this whole moment where liam o'brien who is a great voice actor also but he produces a bunch of anime and voice acting he directs them um that's how they all met but they made me cry because they just kind of riff and matt mercer lets them just go into character because matt mercer is the best world builder and they talk about how like is this how mom felt when she was dying and like it's just Oh my God, Laura Bailey, Travis Willingham. And I just, if you love anime, if you love good stories and you love listening to stuff, like, um, I mean, we all love voice actors because obviously we talk about it all the time. What? But but critical role, like Lauren, this is my plea to you. Critical role is so good. And you never run out of episodes because they're like four hours long. It just goes on forever. I know. I will get into it. I feel myself becoming more intense about it, especially... Now that I'm feeling D&D. the DM needs, like I started writing a campaign. It's ah! been so long since I've written the campaign, it's but a- I had this idea and I was like, I need to get this out of my body before it just And I learned how to play D really a lot better because I listened to them playing so much. And you can hear some of them are new players in this game, but they're just really great at storytelling. 
So mm-hmm. you can hear Matt Mercer explaining rules to them as they go on. And sometimes I'm a little off when learning rules because they I, they started recording the show when they're like levels eight or something. So I'm like, oh, I rolled this dice. And Ryan's like, no, you're level one. You don't roll that dice yet. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I understand all the basis of rules now because I've just it's just so integrated because of this show. And it's yeah. also really freaking funny. Some of the I like have had to pause the podcast because I laugh so hard at some things like they use spells wrong. And Matt Marsh is like, you didn't read it. So I'm going to you said it and we're going to do it. And so they get like transformed into flying cows at one point because they're wanting to like interview these cows to see if they've seen a dragon. But they realize cows don't speak English. And just because they change their form doesn't mean they speak cows. <laughs> now they're just these freaking cows out in the field. They can't talk to other cows. And it's the most punny. They're like, it's camouflage. It's it's like an hour and a half episode of just ridiculous things. That and they didn't read the rules before casting spells. The stupidest thing I've ever heard. In a great way. It's so funny. Okay, that's my plea for critical role. We're done. Sorry. Laura uh, Bailey. <laughs> Japanese voice actor. <laughs> is Nasuko uh, Kawatani? Uh they apparently didn't have anyone important because I just wrote myth. <laughs> um, and then we have Toru. Uh, his English voice actor is Eric Vale. He plays Trunks in Dragon Ball Z, in Tekito in Life Lessons with Uramachi Onisan. I play as Tomura Shigaraki in My Hero Academia. Vince, uh, Vince Milk Kanji in One Piece. Arthur Boyle. I didn't write down what that is, where they're from. Arthur Boyle. Arthur Boyle is in Seven Deadly Sins. Arthur Boyle. Fire Force. Fire Force. Thank you. Uh, and Yuko Soma in Fruits Baskets. <laughs> Phoenix Wright in Ace Attorney. And those are all the important ones. I don't care about the rest of Do them. you think that the people that don't have credits are like just a producer and they're like, hey, can you read this? Because that's what I always feel like they do. It's somebody that's already in the booth and they're like, hey, can you just read this? I mean, probably, to be honest, especially for a lot of the voice, like the background character roles. Did I tell you that Will's uncle did background voices for yes. One Piece? And I'm Yeah, jealous. he just had a friend who was over at Funimation. He's like, we need background character voices. Do you We're so close it? to Funimation, it's not fair. Like, I, like all hey, these Funimation, voice actors like, live sponsor in Sponsor us, we'll watch all of your crap. I swear. Funimation, just hire us. I'm that good at voice acting. Excellent. I just don't have credits. I can do projection. <laughs> hey, you can animate, dog. You always forget that. You're a really can great I drawer animate? and you have credits. Oh, I do have credits. Weird. Like, I, I do you? forget about that you i don't know on a pixar film dog. i couldn't <laughs> animate though i could only doodle i doodled you but i am a credited you, doodler if you um, wanted to draw and take up animation you co- totally could you totally i could that's what i almost said was you totally could working in animation as an animator if i were to draw i would be a comic book artist. well then be a storyboard artist or a because you're if you're great at doodling storyboard artist dog they get that's a huge full-time job and that's paid doodling that was the job that i almost did but it's not let's get you out well. of henry earl butt's store and let's get you into storyboarding well, I'm going to go back to school to be a stenographer. So that's what that's I'm true. working on. Well, right let's now. do part-time storyboarding while you got free time. 
I don't have free time. I'm about to have a full-time job and full-time school. <laughs> you talk about what's his free time? Anyway, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I I need to finish these voice actors. Oh my gosh. And the Japanese voice actor for Toro is Hindaiki Tasuka. And they're also a myth because they had no credits. Um uh oh, this is apparently where I felt appropriate to tell you why the twins are so gay for each other. <laughs> So they're doing it to to play it up for the girls because of the girls' reaction. But in old Japanese myth, it states that two star-crossed lovers who commit suicide will likely be reincarnated as twins. So they're star-crossed lovers. It's a big anime thing, a big manga thing. It doesn't matter if the twins are both boys, both girls, boy, girl. They always have like a weird tension it's true. When we watch Yuri on Ice, you will see what I mean. It's just every... I mean, just the next four episodes alone. Um, honestly, though. Um, honestly, though. There's a whole episode about the twins that is like... like I think I wrote some quotes down and I was like, okay. But uh, that's that's all I had. Uh, I'll give you episode three's Netflix summary, which is Beware the Physical Exam. Uh, with Orin Academy's physical exam threatening to expose Haruki's secret, Tamaki is forced to use diversionary tactics. And that's a great summary. And that's that's it. That's literally it. Uh, episode three. Uh, my first note, the twins being gay again. Uh, and not just being gay. They're being gay with each other. It's yes. ancestrally gay. It's only with each other. It's, they're not um, gay for anyone else. No, they are. Haruki, sometimes. Yeah, but like they know more, she's more a girl. just to annoy Tamaki, though. That's true. Yeah, they just do it for fuzzies. Yeah, but man. which makes me love them more. Ugh, I, I wrote I adore, hate them. Kiyoya is my fave right now, which is kind of not true anymore. There was one episode that kind of turned me off about Kiyoya. No. Yeah, I bet. I that, know what episode that you're beach episode. About. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> got, uh-huh. got really like, ups- uh, excuse I got you. Really upset and. I don't think it's what she said it was. She's she's like, I'm not worried. And I was like, I think you should have worried. I think you should have been. <laughs> I just think I'm in danger. <laughs> I was like, I think, I think I don't think that was a joke. I don't think that was I a don't test. think that was a joke. I think that he I think that was real. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And now now I'm a little upset about it because I really liked Kyoya. And now I'm like I know I couldn't I was like trying real hard not to be like <laughs> was so real. and of course that's the, these that's the last episode I watched too. And I was like, all right, so there's just Mori. <laughs> yeah. Mori was a prince to her, like carrying well, her you around. Can fall in love with Tamaki. Well, I already like Tamaki, but Mori, excellent. I just love Mori. Uh anyway. Respect. Okay. Uh, and then they really like to throw the term daddy around, um, because- And mommy. And mommy. And because this is the role, I wrote down this, uh, quote, because I found it again today, and it's, so Tamaki says, mom, Haruhi's using foul language, and Hikaru goes, mom being, and then Kiyoya goes, position-wise, probably me. And it's true. He yells mom <laughs> and Kyoya. And that's like my favorite thing. Um and- I love that he says that even though the episode before Tamaki straight up says mommy and he goes 
Yes, yes. daddy. <laughs> like, excuse a, you? There's another episode where they go, mom, dad. And then Kyoya goes, why do people always make me be married to you? <laughs> it's funny. Not the fact that they're like mom or dad. It's just the fact that they're married. And then He's in this episode, it. one of my favorite quotes, Kyoya goes, for special reasons, Haruhi has to conceal her gender. And then a pop-up box on the screen goes, special reasons equals debt. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason <laughs> honestly uh, though this show is so funny it's like, hilarious in the first episode the arrow pointing at the vase the whole time i was like, just like what the what hell is going what on is and then the vase falls i was like that's great uh okay so physical exams of the day after tomorrow so they're worried that haruhi's gender is gonna get revealed tamaki what? kind of is like what let's get haruhi to be a girl again yeah and then um because he's really jealous that the twins are in the same grade as Haruhi. So same they get class. spent same class. So they get spent all the same all the time together. While ha- Tamaki only gets like after hours and club hours with her. Um, but then <laughs> Tamaki is like, no, 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 wait. No, you have to stay a boy because then if you're a girl, everybody else is gonna want to spend more time with you. And I don't want more people to fall in love with you. And so And he great. she can't be a host. So yeah. he won't get like any time with her at all. He'd be a hostess. And so then it would ruin his like prowess with all the other girls if he has be to. Awful. Yeah. What? Be awful. So my gosh, they have a really fun moment of breaking the fourth wall. And they say something like last episode's party. Not that made me laugh really hard because they don't break the fourth wall too often other than like. the. But when they do, the it's screen. really good. Yeah. It, and so someone's it's always something good. Yeah, so it's dialogue's just like last episode's party. <laughs> I thought that was there's like one later where like they asked someone a question, they're like, I wasn't here in the last episode. Yeah. Why are you asking me? And it was so funny. Um, oh, this is when I make my horrible note for you that Kyoya sounds like Tina from Bob's Burgers. And I still stand what? by it. I watched those four right, today. But it's, it's upsetting. <laughs> he, the way he does that voice it sounds like Jay Tina. Michael Tatum, I'm so sorry for my friend. I look at I'm me. not look only Tina's, in me. Tina's like my Tatum. favorite. I love look Tina. Look only in me. She doesn't mean it. She doesn't mean it, baby. I'm sorry. Tina puts her bra on one I'm boob sorry. at a time like everybody else. Um, I, I really want to hear Jay Michael Tatum do Tina now. Like <laughs> so badly. It's crazy. Hey, will you make my day and, and do Tina, Jay Michael Tatum, please? If you um, hear me, I follow like, you on TikTok. Wait. It's just like our three listeners. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> We try so hard. We do. We try so hard, and I just want people to like us. I'm a Leo. I need attention. I'm Tomaki. Oh my God. I'm a Virgo. I don't care what you think, but secretly I do. I need um, attention, and I need everyone to love me all the time. You've died from lack of attention. <laughs> I have died from lack of attention. I sent Lauren a postcard the day we thought she died <laughs> with it, because I, I have it. I subscribe to a patreon for an artist sim key and <laughs> now you know my struggle no. <laughs> you have to put it in front of your face oh never mind there ah, there it is you have I died, died from, from lack of attention face. press space bar to continue so and if you said sim K, hey thanks for not dying <laughs> that was great sim k they are an awesome person. They, if you've ever seen those funny raccoon comics, uh, Sim K does them, and I follow their Patreon, and I get little Good funny job, things like Sim that. K. Um, so the twins are now, so they have to do this physical exam, and they're they're like prepping. They have this whole plan, basically, and 
Tamaki's really kind of rude to someone. He's like, y'all are just the, what did they say? Homosexual extras? Oh, the homosexual supporting cast. Supporting cast. Yeah. And is like, so no, I will be the lead. Comes up with this whole plan and Kiyoya is like, oh, I'm just supporting cast. Not mad about being called homosexual. Mad that he's a supporting cast. And I was like, rightfully so. Um, and so he's like, fine, do your plan. Uh, and let's Tamaki come up with this atrocious plan that's absolutely going to backfire. Um, and then, so they're getting ready for the physical exam and Haruhi's like, uh, so is this like, what, what is y'all's physical exams like? And they're like, why would it be any different just because we're rich? And they open the door and it's absolutely different. It's like private doctors for every single person because it's Kiyoya's family's like hospital, like staff because Kiyoya's family owns a hospital in a resort. They own lots of things, Kiyoya's family. (laughs) Uh, It's like a private police force. They own lots of stuff. It's always for the health of the people. (laughs) The way they explained that made me laugh so hard. Um, And so... They have all these private nurses and uh so tamaki they basically they get ready and um tamaki now dresses up as haruhi and so they go behind this curtain and then he opens the curtain and has the shirt off and it's like it's me haruhi and they're all like is that just tamaki in a wig uh and nobody believes it and he is thoroughly embarrassed Haruhi's really mad because like what are you doing this is stupid and the twins are like I can't believe we thought that was gonna work uh and then Kiyoya's like haha that's what you get for calling me a supporting kid he's like because Tamaki gets mad he's like if y'all knew it wasn't gonna work why'd you let me do it and he's like which brings around possibly my favorite line in this entire (laughs) show with a bunch of girls just standing around Tamaki as he's slowly turning into dust and one of them goes Tamaki is eroding away and the other one goes it's amazing (laughs) the background character ad-libs or like little little lines are so funny it's Um, so good little pop-ups in this show the little (laughs) it's great um and then the twins are shirtless on this platform. Like, we don't need a cover-up. We don't need privacy. And they start tickling and say some line about toying with my body while half naked. And I was like, yeah, this is it's so awkward. It's <clears throat> this is also uh, when I realized Travis Willingham was Maury. Because Maury doesn't have a lot of lines. No, uh, he's a, a strong, few. silent type. He's and I go... Like- it's yes. Roy Mustang slash Travis Willingham. So I'm freaking out in my notes right now. But um, <laughs> so <laughs> Kyoya goes, hey, I actually have a plan. Uh, Haruhi, I have a private doctor. I paid her. She knows the whole deal. You're going to go over there and she's going to give you your physical exam. Um, while she goes over there to do that, one of the girls is like, a pervert. There's a pervert. And they're like, what? And they're like, this man grabbed me. And they're like, oh no. And they're like, well, where? She was like, I thought he was a doctor because he had a doctor's coat on. Um, and they're like, well, where'd he go? And he's like, he ran that way. And it was like towards where Haruhi is for her private exam. So they don't find out that Haruhi's a girl. And they're like, oh no. And so all of the host club runs over there. And it, and as, as Haruhi's like getting ready to undress, she's in her slip. Um, the boys bust in. 
and like grab the guy and they all like throw their shirts on Haruhi to cloak her and it's really sweet and they all start quoting the Oran High School host club rules about so like about so like cute. being a gentleman taking care of me but you see him like big brother her and it's very sweet well Tamaki is more like I'm I, I love you but everybody yeah. else kind of has the brother vibes because the twins admit that they don't like her uh I don't know I think they're all a little bit in love with Haruhi um yeah you'll see i, I mean, think they're all a little i bit just watched that beach scene and so watching them like beat up people oh, so great we'll talk about it next week i love that i am so excited to watch <laughs> that episode so- i cannot tell you <laughs> i'm really uh, my notes keep saying i want crab i want seafood <laughs> like the whole time no i've never had stuff. crab before. i've never had crab i've never had oh i've had lobster I've never had crab how have you had lobster but not crab um crabs scare me i don't like the way that their feet look it freaks me out but i don't want to touch it so tasty i don't want to touch it i've had imitation crab it's not sushi. the same they don't taste anything um, like. but i i <laughs> don't great but they don't if someone well. would crack the crab for me i will do that i will partake I don't want to touch it. Next time we go, next time I'm in San Antonio, we'll go to LA Crawfish and get some crab legs and shrimp. I've also never had crawfish because same reason. I don't want to touch it. It's scary. I will shell crawfish for you because it's so good. You're so sweet. I also love to eat the brains of crawfish. I know that sounds gross, but I don't know what their brain juices are made of, but they're tasty. My little sister my little sister and maybe this is why i'm terrified of crawfish i have watched my little sister guzzle the brain of so many freaking crawfish it's her favorite thing she wants it every year on her birthday so do i and she just i used to not like it as a kid and then i had it and it was like this is a game changer um i hate it so much Okay, so they quote the rules of Oran High School, which I said is like Team Rocket. <laughs> it was like Team Rocket. Yeah. I start saying the Team Rocket spiel. Protect um, the world from devastation. <laughs> and so they find out this guy is actually not a pervert. He's looking for his daughter. And it, it's really weird. It was a weird explanation, but okay. But he was at, tr- supposed to be at Oran Public High School, and he's supposed, but he's at the Oran Private School. And uh, so they're not a pervert. Everything gets done, uh, and it ends up being fine. And this, my last note for this episode was "Wrath is honey." LOL. <laughs> honey yells something, and I realized, oh, I know that voice. <laughs> I think Honey does something devious, and then I, I, it, I got the hang of it. All right, that was episode three. Um. So. I got into like this thing in my head watching this episode where I was wondering how they paid for things. And as soon as I realized that I needed to know how they paid for things, uh, Kyoya answered it for me. They sell merch. Like literally yeah. that's he what literally, they do. They ask, well, how do you have all this money? And he's like, well, we sell, sell merch. merch. Yeah. He like takes sneaky pictures of them and photoshops them and sells it to ladies. And yeah. And they also have a, a, an amount of funding from the school, which I'm sure is actually an absurd amount of funding since they're crazy rich. Um, so from the last episode, Haruhi's um, debt was cut by a third because she went to the ball and she told them that they told her that if she went and danced, then they would cut her debt by a third. So now we are down to five million three hundred thirty three thousand. 332 yen 
which equals about 40,000 years. I love how it goes up and down so much in the show. It, it really does. It never, it never levels out. I don't remember reading the manga if she ever pays off her debt. <laughs> I need to, I need to remember that. I, I want to read this manga so bad. I, I want to own this manga so badly. It's I so have fun. asked and asked and asked for the box set. <laughs> it's like not something I can justify buying for myself, you know, because I'm how much frugal. is it? I know, it's same. Not super bad. I want to say it's if like it's a box set. Bags. Oh, that's I can't ever do it either. But like, I just I can't justify buying it for me. But any one twenty eight paperback on Amazon. That's not horrible. It's not horrible, but I still can't justify buying it for myself. I just can't. Maybe, maybe at some point, but I love it. Um, yeah, it's one of my favorite mangas I've ever read. It just makes my heart so happy and full and lovely. Ugh. Anyway, one of the girls, they tell her that she lost two kilos. The kilos are around five pounds, and I just wanted you to know that. Oh, yeah. She's like, I did. It's like so sweet. And they're and like, you, you yeah. know, they, they probably lied too, but it, it they was totally just like, did. But it was, it so was like sweet. a sweet moment because, you know, that's such a thing for girls. I hate that it's such a thing for girls, but that's what society has made us. But it is. I mean, society has wronged us in so many ways, and this would be a very, very, very long podcast if I went into those right now, so I'm not (laughs) going to. We can do that on our next one where we're not as deranged. Um, Yeah, this is already like a two-hour episode because we haven't seen each other. I know. You know what? I'm not sorry. I'm having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Embrace the content. Um, So... The only voice I have is for Dr. Yuba, who is the pervert. Uh, his English <laughs> voice actor is Chuck Huber, who plays Claude Geary in My Hero Academia. Lamplass in That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. Andrew who, who, did, it, who did he play in My Hero? Kiro Geary, you said? Oh, yeah, Kiro Geary. Okay. Android 17 in Dragon Ball Z. Dr. Frankenstein from Soul Eater. And of course, the Peace Day Resistance. Catcher Ralph's father in Attack on Titan. I, I told you I would come that. back to it eventually. I, I told you, and here it is. I'm still pain. upset about his little talk to Levi and then Levi's face of just pure heartbreak because Levi and Petra were a thing. And it's yeah. upsetting. It's sad. <laughs> oh, it's the worst oh. death. And I can't well, believe his, if you go to the Japanese theme park, they have it there. I can believe that. They're evil. <laughs> so cruel. And if anybody wants to give me that Levi popcorn box, that still is an offer I will take. I just want a picture of y'all thumbs upping next to her dead body. That's what I want. <laughs> so please send that as well. Um, hey, I just fly now, actor. so we should go one day. Okay, go ahead. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. When there's not like a pandemic killing us. Yes. Uh, Japanese voice actor is Kosuke Meguro, and I wrote meh, so they had nothing available for me. Uh, and here's your episode four Netflix summary. Uh, Ringe, who is obsessed with dating sims, declares herself the club's new manager. And her first order of business is to give each host a dark side, quote unquote. Quote on quote. It was in quotations, so I had to do quotations. I always say quote on quote, and I know it's quote unquote, but. Quote, I always say quote unquote too. <laughs> That's what I always what say. What is wrong with us? You, no, I hate this. Did I just I ruin that, that for you? This. I'm so I hate sorry. that you've done this to me. It's quote Why? Unquote, but I always say quote unquote. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, here we go. 
the girl from Paris, aka Ringe, basically plays Sims all day long. Uh, and the main guy looks like uh, Sweet Kiyoya in the game. Sweet. So, sweet. At this point, he is still sweet. Um, no, he's I, always a jerk. Whoa. Uh, uh, I don't know what happens in episode eight yet. Uh, oh, but, he's just always a jerk. No, I liked him. But um, so she wants to marry him and she flies off to Paris to go from Paris to go to Oran uh, uh, and then marry him. Uh, so twins being twins. Um, and I said, the girl's voice is very familiar and she absolutely roasts Tamaki. And then Lauren says, you do know her. You the last time her. we talked about it and yet again because of covid i can't remember who she is again. yes <laughs> that's so- okay you're gonna be mad in a good way it's sue uh-huh i remembered now you're it's right sue. there sue we go Wasui. okay uh, i was like hold on we had this conversation um so she goes there and she wants to fall in love with kiyoya uh, and basically, they're they're wanting to film this movie at the school, and Kyo's like, "Hey, it's gonna be good money." Um, and Ringe's like, "I'm gonna be your manager." Uh, she pops up in like all the episodes from here on out, randomly, just as their manager. And from now on, she'll always pop up <laughs> on a cake spinning from the ground. Yes, she <laughs> and does. Slow back down, and every time. Hero, he's like, I thought this was a music room. Or how does that contraption travel? Because you're like in a theme park it's and it happens. Everywhere. It's, it's so everywhere. funny. I love this running gag. Um it's so stupid. Uh, I twins- like to imagine that she has it installed everywhere they go. Absolutely. Uh the twins reveal that their mom is a fashion designer in this episode, Whoa. which is really cool and makes sense in the next episode, next season, next four. Wow the next four episodes when they're at the jungle theme park thing because they have this line of bathing suits to choose from because their mother is a designer um so let's see uh i'm trying i I went and pulled up more notes because this episode i didn't take a lot of notes uh but so Ringe's like trying to create all these backstories for everybody uh and she's flirting with Kiyoya and calling her Prince Charming um and then they start uh doing this improv kind of like host club film and they're using a real Hollywood director and Ringe calls for Haruhi to play a scene with her and two random or on students uh who Ringe cast as the Yakuza uh, aka the mafia and uh she grabs the arm of one of them in order to direct them and she, he like pushes her off and it causes her to fall into a ladder which begins to fall on her uh and then haruhi shoves her aside and then they both fall to the ground and then tamaki sees it and is like oh no and he runs over and it, it's like when he sees haruhi with like tears in her eyes he goes off on the players, but then it turns out she's only crying because her contact popped out. But it's a really sweet moment where you see like Tamaki like defend Haruhi and like be the sweet himbo person that in love with her. Um, 
And then uh, Renge loves the little ad-libbing and, uh, you know, she's like, oh, we caught it. We don't need to write, rewrite this background because look at the love and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, like this whole scene's happening. You just see this hand holding a rock just slam into the camera lens so and extreme. shatter it. And it's it's very jarring because you don't see it coming at all. And you're like, oh, <laughs> and one, it's keeping the secret of Tamaki and Haruhi. But two, he says, I'm sorry, I can't have any footage of a host club member involved in an altercation be filmed. Uh, so this this footage is is gone. Also, that's like a million dollar camera, but I mean, I guess it's cute. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. I mean, he can afford it. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so when Ringe asks why, you know, he's acting so different differently, Tamaki explains that her fantasy is not reality and he's really it's sweet. Not. And then um, Haruhi pulls her aside and is like, you should just get to know people little by little as they are. Uh, And so it's a really sweet moment. And the next day in music room three, shout out to Oran.fandom because this is where I pulled a bunch of notes because I didn't take enough notes. Uh, I know I was really into it, but then uh, they're watching Renge's film and Kyuya has been selling it to make money for the club, obviously. Uh, Renge tells them and says that she's staying in Japan because she now realizes who her true lover is. And it's Haruhi. And she drags Haruhi off to play together. And as this is my favorite quote from the fandom website, Tamaki has a conniption fit. (laughs) Which is true. Tamaki is like, no! And they were like, well, you wanted her to have more girlfriends. He's like, yes, but not a girlfriend. <laughs> so uh, it was a great line. And that is so that episode. I, I love everything about all of this. Um, <laughs> I don't have any notes. I just have a voice actor for Ringe. Uh, her English voice actor is Monica Rao, who's Suyu Asui or Froppy in My Hero Academia. Veronica Desade in... Kesari Veritas Baluma in Dragon Ball Z, Riz Kamashiro in Tokyo Ghoul, Jun Shi Shiomi, Shiomi in Food Wars, <laughs> and uh, Subaki Nakasukaza in Soul Eater. Oh my gosh, that was hard. Uh, <laughs> Japanese voice actor is Kozu Yoshizumi, and I wrote meh, they had nothing. <laughs> Uh, wow, I blasted through that one. Right. Maybe we should just mess up our recording every week. No. And then I'll be great so at saying names. I wasted $12 for trying to, trying to get our recording back. You were correct. Hey, also, you need to cancel that one subscription that we still get emails <laughs> for. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh lauren you've subscribed to it for almost a year now i know it's bad i'll do it just switch that subscription to our patreon i keep meaning to (laughs) anyway i can say to that uh next week we're gonna cover episodes five through eight right we're doing four at a time yes five through eight so five is the twins fight, which is a great episode i love that episode six the great school host is the naughty type Meh. It's, it's a cute episode. It reminds me way too much of Your Lie in April, and I don't enjoy that. I forgot. <laughs> I was like, what is this? It's sweet, though. It was it a little really bit sweet. PTSD for me. Uh, okay. Seven is Jungle Pool SOS, which is a great episode, especially for Maury people like me. 
Uh, it also gives you some good character backgrounds on Honey and Mori, which you don't get a lot yet. And then mm-hmm. eight, the one that I have like a page and a half notes on is the, beach the sun, the sea, and the host club, which like uh, absolutely changes the tone of the show for a uh, bit. Uh, like, uh, I'm really excited to see where we go from there because uh, that was intense. Oh, uh, so good. Anyway, I'm so happy is, you like it. I love this show. Like, uh, I... I really underplayed how much I love this show whenever you rolled it because I didn't want to like trigger you and you're smart. You were smart gonna hate it. That. You're smart in doing that because I, um, I really thoroughly enjoy it's this. so good. It's so good. What is uh, like don't don't there's like a demon that's gonna no, pop it's out. like why right, would you do this? What is this that's like lighting up and like changing? Like see right in between my headphones, see it looks like a window. It is. Or like a picture. <laughs> I'm so dumb. It's my TV reflecting. You no, actually, it is my TV. Oh my <laughs> it god. Looked, it looked like that was too high, but that's my TV. I have Grey's Anatomy pause because it's just been on the whole time I've had COVID. Well, um, with that being said. <laughs> uh, we love anime. And we love you. Good night. Bye. Thank you for watching Gateway Anime Podcast with Bridget and Lauren. Please remember to like, subscribe, and download our episodes. Remember, we also have a Patreon, so if you want to suggest shows for us to watch, make sure you go visit us. Special thank you to Marjorie McClendon for our artwork and designs, and Drew Griffith for all of our music. We hope to see you again next week.